Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh, oh. Okay. hi, this is Coach. And if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper. And I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no. I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel and stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. All right. Looking good. Let's do this in three, two, one. Q coach. Today on Sports Wednesday, we're betting like it's going out of style. Oh, yeah. We've got EPL wagers, a Preakness preview, and of course, our weekly wager with Coach's Bretta. And we asked the Columbus crew, what are you thinking? It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday! Worldwide. Just lovely. I love it too when Maestro plays a, a three chord song. That's what I used to know how to play back in the day. Welcome to Sports Wednesday Sports Talk for the Medium Fan. That means big stories, yes. Details, no. Let's have a show. <laughs> My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus or BMO. You know what, fellas? Mm-hmm. Screw it. I'm going to try out the new nickname. My what? name's Pete Brown. You can call me the smidge. Oh, That's right. Smidge. What? Sales machine in George. Oh. The smidge. <laughs> Dating back to my 1993 senior year softball career, 39 out of 59. That's 661 with 38 singles and one dinger, the smidge. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to catch on, but it's an alt nickname. The smidge. I like it. Yeah. Joining us, as always, coming off a big win himself, it's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm I'm doing good. I'm I'm feeling less like a loser and more like kind of a winner. Yeah, I was I uh, was just watching wrestling with my son before the show, and I know you're wrestling with a migraine. So I am. Oh, uh, we'll, yeah. nice. Let's hope you put a finisher on that. That's maybe a, a German suplex or something, or an RKO that would do it. And of course, bringing you the live music that sets this show apart. And we have no request tonight. But you reach out on the social medias; he'll learn a riff from your favorite song and play it on the show. That's it's true. the maestro Brian Hake. How are you, Maestro? I'm doing good. You know, I'm in the suburbs. I'm edging beds and cracking heads tonight. Monday night. <laughs> Let's bed. go. Had my beds uh, edged uh, for me this year. They cut through my internet line. That was awesome. Noise. So, uh, okay. Just checking this text from Maestro. Way to throw that at me last night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm after That's so welcome. All right. If you want to follow the show on social media, and, and why wouldn't you? We're on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. 
We are on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Sports Wednesday. Some good content. There. Give us a follow. I don't know that uh, monetizing our social media feeds is the purpose of the show because uh, not a whole lot of people following, but what the heck. And then, of course, there's Cappuccino. Now, download the Cappuccino app that will uh, allow you to record beans that get contributed to a daily mini podcast. Yes. I got to tell you, if I remember to look for a Cappuccino and there's some there, I get excited. I'll tell you what, it is it is a fun app. And uh, and all three of us take part, but a lot of loyal listeners taking part. I think last time I looked, the Sports Wednesday group has 675,000 people in it. So That's download amazing. Cappuccino. Just amazing. Here is the bean of the week. I, I remembered to, to grab one right before the show, but maybe next week one of you guys can pick a bean of the week. Here we go. Hey, it's Maestro. Oh. It's um, Saturday morning. I missed the uh, cappuccino cutoff, so this is gonna this is gonna play through on Sunday. So sorry about that, but just watching Sports Center, and um, I don't like as a Buccos fan. I don't like the Padres uniforms. They look too much like the Pirates, and that bugs me. Hmm. And they should stick with their poop and pee uniforms. I don't know why they gotta go steal in the Buccos color scheme and style that bugs me anyway that's it pittsburgh dad out <laughs> maestro with the bean of the week i sound, I sound like i had a pack of smokes you did yeah, already chill he does those early morning i always i imagine like you're in bed with your wife and you don't want to wake her up and you're like hey uh, this might <laughs> No, but I thought it was a good bean to set up our show because, first of all, what is with the Padres suddenly with black and, and gold uniforms? I, I don't know how many times I've watched oh. highlights, and I'm like, "Oh, the Pirates! Oh, wait, what? What? Yeah, they got some alt uniforms this year that are black." And now I look, the, the Padres have changed their uniform more than any major league team. They did start out with the peep and the the peep, <laughs> the peep and the poop, the, the pee and the poop, brown and yellow. But then they were uh, they were blue and orange for a while yes. and they were just blue then they were blue and gold i mean they just can't decide there in sandy they're the Fire faithful they're, they're the confused. oregon of professional baseball <laughs> but uh i yeah i looked them up and they maestro's right they are they are treading in pirate territory there they're very pirate like okay i agree with you i agree with you all right speaking of terrible choices with how you manage your sports look feel and brand oh. the, this news leaked over the weekend the Columbus crew was going to rebrand yet again. 2014, the crew added an SC to their name. And we're like, all right, whatever. They're still the crew. We love them. Uh, but they decided that they were going to rebrand. Uh, and, and the team's name is now Columbus SC. No crew. Crew is like a nickname now, right? As, as usual, the money deletes want to uh, distance themselves from the blue collar ethos <laughs> of the team and their fans. So the crew is now a nickname in quotes. And then they, you know, I'm not saying our logo before was great. It was serviceable. Okay. It was cool. It had a 96. There was a lot going on in it. Difficult to embroider, but they wanted something iconic. And uh, instead what they did was try to fit a letter C into a shape that shouldn't hold a letter C. And I'm just going to throw it to Maestro, our designer in chief. What do you think of the rebrand Maestro? What do you think of the new logo and uh, visual identity that rolled out? Uh, that would be, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Um, it does. I, it looks unfinished. It looks like something that maybe an intern did. And I know I've said this before with beer can designs and whatnot, but this is bad. And I, I, um, 
I, I agree that the crew, the current crew logo is serviceable, but the mark, I mean, the main mark is actually pretty decent. Um, yeah. And so I don't, I guess what really irks me is that they kind of snuck this in. Like it wasn't, yeah, you know, nobody the knew. The trend I think with American teams is, is to crowdsource it a little bit, get some feedback, get some excitement. And they kind of snuck it in. Like they're kind of leaking it with the, the, the new stadium. And it just, it yeah. just feels for a team that's so supported. And so, you know, a fan base that's so passionate, it just seems sucky like that they did this. Yeah. And, um, and it's it's like a money grab for some new merch. It just doesn't feel right. And I yeah, that that money grab line comes up a lot. I I spent really a lot of time over the weekend and today on the socials. Uh, and I'm not to say it's overwhelmingly negative is to undersell the word overwhelmingly. I can't <laughs> find anybody saying you know what this is kind of cool. Uh, so to defend the logo, we've got the coach. What do you think, coach? Oh, I have to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, God. Um, no, I just I, I've said this before, and I'm not going to say that American soccer can't make it. But I, what I'm saying is, is that American soccer is desperately, desperately wants to be like I said it to you guys. It wants to be accepted by its big brother in, in Europe. Like they just want to be accepted, yeah. and the way they do that, and it, these Americanized teams that we have, like the Sounders and these these nicknames, they're so American, and yeah. that's what we do. And city plus mascot. Yes, that's, that's what, we, what do. we do. And and that's not what they do in Europe. And and you can see it with these teams. They're trying to be like, whoa, 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 look at me, like look at me, look at me. I can I can I can brand just like you. I can I'll put an SC or an FC, and I won't say that I have a nickname. We'll hide it in the corner, but we'll pretend we have it. Like it's just yeah, it's it, it feels bad. really fake to me. And and like I'm at a point now that like. I didn't think it was going to make it, but I'm at a point now with, 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 with everything with the crew, like this is my team, good logo, bad logo, whatever. They're the crew. I told you guys before, like the one that first came out, I thought that was a weird name, but that's my team. And, and why mess with what you have? You have something. Yeah. You're the original. Yeah. Wait, what you're like, you guys, it's the original team. Yeah. You're messing I mean, with yeah. an original. Yeah. That's, and that's the know. other thing too, you, that we forget. I mean, this is a team that's won two cups. And yep. they're and then to three, uh, yeah. And they're an original franchise, and like you just don't do that. I mean, even the NFL doesn't do that. Like they, if there's a yeah. team that's been around, they don't get rid of that. You, you know, I, I would say the Raiders and the Rams, they would probably love to change their name, but it ain't happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, I, like I was surprised actually in our in our text thread that, to learn that both of you, like when that name came out, were kind of soft on it. I, uh, of course I was out of the country, so I didn't really become aware of the crew until I moved to Columbus in 2000. I thought it was a cool name and I kind of like the, we're all in this togetherness of it. You know? I just didn't yeah. like the logo. It was like the silhouetted dudes. It, it, yeah. it was kind of a YMCA. Yes. Mm-hmm. People vibes. <laughs> yes. And it was like, <laughs> yes, it and then, and if everybody knows like in Ohio and on 71 and 70, we are known for always being under construction. So people would be yeah. like, Okay, this is this a joke or yeah. you know it's the construction worker. So, I mean, I like your the way you've played it out that we're all in this together. That's a much better yeah. way. But I looked at it and said, yes, it's the YMC. It's a cheap YMCA knockoff. And yeah, yeah. And then the other th- so, the other thing too that I mentioned in our thread was just like we've got the Cleveland Indians, we've got the Cleveland yeah. Reds with the C. With the C. Now we've got another the Reds with the C. It's like couldn't they come up with something better? Cavs with the C. Yes. The Clippers I- with the C. The Cubs with the what? C. The 
letters with the C. Yes. But here's the thing. That's they went to they have a UK design firm. Dilly Studio has no web presence. That's how embarrassed they are. They're not getting involved in this social media mess. They're like, here's your thing. They're like, why don't we uh, why don't we give them a C? And then they want it in this. You know, I get the idea of let's make the banner the shape of the Ohio state flag. That makes sense to like 40 people in Ohio of which I am one of them. But then they try to force that C in there. And then in the lower corner, what is that? What is, what is that? That is be, it's being called on social media, the nacho chip. <laughs> <laughs> Just a weird rectangle. I mean, I, I said this on Twitter on my personal account, and I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully Sports Wednesday will retweet it to our thousands of followers. But I, I would have been embarrassed to show this to a client. And Maestro and I have done some pretty salty, sketchy <laughs> logos over the years. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, this is worse than anything we've and ever done. that's the thing. I, I mean, I'm always up for a rebrand. You know, give it a try. But like, I don't know. They just it just seems sneaky and uh, unfinished yeah. and not not well thought out. Yeah. And, and I get they probably had a slick consultant who's like new stadium, new owners. Let's elevate this. Let's do something different. Uh, but but the rebrand, the, the look. And then I think. Pulling crew out of the name, I think that I really do feel like that's insulting. I, I do too. This is twenty five like, years in the making. I'd like to hear mm. the rationale too. Like, you know, have they come out and defended it, or they're just saying this is it? Yeah. So I read a lot about this today, Meister, and I, let, I read an interview with the team president Tom B. Blah blah blah. I can't say his name, and he said, you know, uh, they felt like you know they want they want to be known as Columbus, and they feel like. They're, they're being known as the crew so that the presence of the city, you know, Columbus has this for years. We want to be a next level city, right? Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. please take us. We're not a cow town. Take us seriously. And so that's really what drove it. He said, let's be Columbus SC. And I'm like, well, he said, sometimes the, the sense of Columbus gets lost when people are just talking about the crew. And I guess I was talking about like sports commentators. Is it because it says the crew on the ESPN strip when they do scores? I don't know, but. Someone sold it to them. Somebody with a British accent, I'm sure, made it seem like it was all a really good idea. And uh, they'll probably write it out because they know they've got the new stadium. Yeah. People are going to go. Nobody's canceling their tickets over it. But it it it's – I just – I just – I feel like somebody should have raised their hand and said, you know what, maybe we should – especially after it leaked and it started to blow up. I mean, this is – I think worse than the giant gray penis mascot that the Blue Jackets had for three games. <laughs> was it yeah, uh, Cannonball? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: this is this is an exciting time for the crew, right? They are the national, or yeah, the M- MLS champ. They got a new stadium, and then they kind of f- it up with this, you know. And it's yeah. just like, why, why, why? Now, El Maestro, your nephew's season ticket holder. So, what was his reaction? Oh, he's furious. He's furious. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Is he canceling his tickets? No, no. See, well, then, it, then not that bad. Like that's what I that's think, what I'm saying. I think, he liked, is, I think he liked the recent mark. I mean, he thought that that was solid, and he, you know, he obviously has a lot of apparel. You guys have seen, yeah, yes. And so I don't know. Maybe it's because I mean the Cincinnati branding is really cool. Maybe they thought we don't want to be outdone by them, but I don't know. Yeah. But they came in that way. They didn't come in and change. They came in as that. Right. Like just yeah. like own yourself. Like the originals well, should keep their names. The Chicago Fire, another original team, they uh, changed their logo a few years ago and it the fans were just it was ridiculous. I I don't know if they still use it, but like their press release said this is the first American sports team logo that's in an oval. <laughs> that's what Oh man. 
equally bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just, I'm disappointed by it all. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I really am. Uh, but you know, think about the Haslam's when, you know, they bought the Browns and then they, they rebranded the Browns by making their orange slightly more orangier. Yes. Did. And that was a big announcement. Yes. Too, Woo. So. Ah, well, well, we don't get paid the big bucks. Maybe they know what something that's going oh, on. I'm we sure don't. they do. I can tell you, I am not buying a hat with that new logo. Yeah, they 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 need to finish that logo first before I get it. But I will say we were so we were at the game on Saturday, me and my my boys, and uh, Link of course complained that his he was his head was cold, even though he's got all this of course curly hair. So weren't you guys in a box? We were in a box. Yeah, it was sunny. He was he that was, is that's he's look he's <laughs> he was playing a... me. So he anyway he got a knit cap that will probably yeah. be mine, and that'll be the last stuff we buy i guess with the old logo the other thing about the current mark is there's lots of variations you can do with it right like i uh, saw some folks in the neighborhood and they had on crew t-shirts on saturday and they were just kind of the a circle with the with the black and the gold kind of like that bmw pattern almost. Mm-hmm. and it was like it's like that's really cool it's just a you know they took part of it and they they spun it out i don't know there are there are a bunch yeah. of alternate marks i don't know if you saw the there's yeah. like the ohio state shape with that checker yep. mark in it um, yeah, and they they have like a font they developed for Columbus, yeah. which is pointier. I mean, I would guess that they want that C to look aggressive, but it just looks top heavy and drunk to me. It does. It's it does. a drunk. It's a drunk, <laughs> drunk font. All right. So uh, our lowest rated show of all time was when we used to talk about the best American League logo. So we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, thank you, thank you guys for that Columbus crew. Seriously. I'll tell you what, you two guys need to post something about it on your Twitter accounts. Okay. All right. And then and I already responded. I responded to the crew on their main thread about it, but I'm going to use Sports Wednesday to lift those up a little. I'm wondering, right, should I maybe, that. should I do do a quick design for them? Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. That would be amazing, Maestro. Fix it. Let's go. Uh, okay. That brings us... Uh, out of the Columbus Crew rebrand, I know, uh, I know, all of our listeners in Scotland and the UK enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. To our Triple Crown update. be talking about the second leg of the triple crown but we got to talk about coach's horse here medina jose canseco spirit <laughs> failed his drug test Hello! his drug test mm. and uh that is not a good look. bob baffert's seventh failure in the last five years now <laughs> uh so he's currently suspended he's being retested and if it, that next test comes up positive they're probably going to strip him of the kentucky derby title is baffert At- baffert's Suspended yeah, or, or Medina Spirits? Baffert is suspended as a trainer from Churchill Downs. He can't race there right now. Medina Spirits, uh, he's still considered the winner at the moment. So here's here's what's interesting about this. So I told you guys before the Kentucky Derby, right? This is the first year they can't use Lasix, which is like a, a drug that actually old guys take it so they don't pee in the middle of the night. Uh, but it helps them retain water, helps them recover. Uh, they couldn't do that. And so the, the corticosteroid that Medina Spirit tested positive for is beta-methasone, which is basically a recovery thing. It's not like they jacked them up with steroids and said, go run. Um, they're actually allowed to take it, but they can't have it in their system within two weeks of the race. Oh, what? Uh, 
It's true. And so uh, they're allowed to have up to 10 picograms in their blood. Oh and gosh. Medina Spirit had 21 picograms. So that's, it's not a lot. So it's not, this isn't a case it, that I can tell that it's like, let's jack them up and we'll win the race. I think it's more, maybe two weeks ago, they gave him a bigger dose than they thought, his, you know, thought his body will process it and it'll be out of his, you know, you know, your buddy's like, oh, I take a drug test, but I had gummies on Saturday, so I'm to <laughs> wait eight days. Because he read online, it takes eight yes. days. That's not me, by the way. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's what happened there. Uh, But, you know, I I think he's going to lose this title. Ah! Now, the bigger question Hmm. is, so first, you know, for for bettors, it doesn't matter. Uh, Once the race is declared official, that's what bets out are paid on. So you can't show up with your Mandaloon ticket like I have and say, hey, I want to win this. It's over. (laughs) It's over. Does that mean our... Our scoreboard is going to stay. Yes, it stays. I'm, I, I'm glad you brought that up, fellas, because, and that's a law in all 50 states, but we don't have to follow that law yes, if we don't want But it. I do. And I thought, <laughs> so Coach wants the point, but if 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 we take that point from Coach and elevate Mandaloon to first, that means Hot Rod Charlie elevates to second, where Maestro had bet him to place that Maestro point. So I don't have a horse in this race. I got my point either way. Does it, this is my proposal to the two. Does it elevate essential quality up? Because was he fourth? fourth, So that you guys both had essential quality on your list. Yeah, but I don't think we had him to to show. I had him to place. Maybe I'll double check. I think I had him to place. Uh, I wouldn't get that point. But here's the here. If Maestro wants to pursue this, this is my proposal to you guys. Okay, go ahead. We're going to get a neutral third party loyal listener. I've got some thoughts on who might do it Okay, next week. And we're going to do the the people's court, but it's going to be the Wednesday court. And I will give the background of the case, and then you'll each have a minute to argue your side, and we'll allow the loyal listener to judge. What do you think? I'm hey, good with that. I'm, I'm way down in points, so I, I want the points. So let's do it. Let's do it. I want to keep my so, I'm so, I, I'm already ready. I'm I'm setting up my my whole your arguments. Yes, so it have to be it. a neutral party. Somebody that does not live on Pleasant Colony or Bold Ventures. What I'm saying, which is interesting. Uh, first of all, because yes. those are all horse names in, in your neighborhood. Which but I know. So great. here's so here's what here's my thinking, and we'll see if we can figure out. So I think Tall Sean's too close to Longley. I think Breakdancer Mike's too close to Hake. Yes, I, I thought I thought maybe Chip, but then I thought no, because Maestro's minute will just be playing spread eagle riffs, and Chip will go Maestro. <laughs> Maestro wins, and I can't do that. So Chip. my suggestion Chip is does love Matt though. My <laughs> suggestion is Cindy K. <laughs> oh, okay. She's tell you what she's pretty could, right down the middle. We could get we could get my wife on here because she is not a big fan of me right now. <laughs> that is true, but <laughs> but she's also not a fan of my laugh because that's all she hears. So uh, that's true, especially at midnight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she's not a fan of either one of us. She might be the perfect person for this. That's true. Well, we'll take this offline. Uh, but but if you guys agree on a, a couple of people, I'll agree. Just, if you're okay, with, yeah, we'll reach out to Cindy K. See if she'll do it. And what we'll do in the Wednesday court is I will I will file an amicus brief. I'll explain the situation to her. I'll give you each a minute. Excellent. Sounds good. Excellent. All right. Let's talk about the Preakness then. Preakness stakes. Oh, I have some fun facts here. I love fun facts. 
All right, so the Preakness is second. It's the second race in the Triple Crown, as you know. This is the older than the Kentucky Derby, 142 years old. It is the shortest of the of the three. It's races. a sprint. It is. It's well. It's it's half furlong shorter than the Kentucky Derby. Uh, a lot less horses, as you see, right? Quite a few horses that run the Kentucky Derby. If they don't win, they don't run the Preakness. So right now, the field has nine horses in it. Um, it's in Baltimore at Pimlico. Now, this used to be, it used to be the place to go for the infield party. They actually used to have a hill in the infield there that you could sit up and see almost the whole track. Uh, and up until 2007, you were allowed to bring your own beer in. So it was like the Indy oh, wow. 500 infield of the Triple Crown. It's since been cleaned up uh, quite a bit. And now the Belmont has that reputation. So... Preakness is named, it was originally the Dinner Stakes, and then it was named after the first winner, which was a horse named Preakness. Makes sense. Uh, here's what's interesting. With with the smaller field, your position draw doesn't matter as much. So, Because, so, you know, that's always a big thing for me. What gate are they starting out of in the Kentucky Derby? The sixth spot has had the most wins in the Preakness, and that's, but that's only 15 out of 142 years this thing was run. So I think that's statistically insignificant. And then the uh, two other weird things, long shots tend not to win this race. It's shorter if you think about it, right? A long shot yeah. is somebody who's going to come from the back and really find, find a gear you didn't have. So uh, 23, to one, 23 to 1 is the longest shot that ever won the race. Okay. And then the, the biggest win was Smarty Jones. Remember Smarty Jones? Yes. This is awesome. Won by like almost 12 lengths uh, in 2004. I remember Smarty Jones. So... Uh, we have nine horses in the field at the moment, and uh, we, we can break it down however you guys want. We can do our win play show picks. We're going to actually, we're wagering on these, right? You guys are going to give me a $5 wager for me to put in my app. Okay. Is that correct? Yes, that's, that's it. That's what we're doing. And then what we'll do is we'll take our three horses that we think are going to win, and we're going to do a box trifecta. Now, trifecta is first, second, third. You pick them exactly. A box trifecta just your three horses have to finish somewhere in that first, second, or third. So okay. A little odds are a little bit lower. Um, let me just double check who we have right now. So Medina Spirits right now, the odds on favorite three to one. Uh, still. So can run. I ask a question? Is she yeah. still going to run? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right now, but Baffert, Baffert doesn't care. He's, he gives zero fucks. I could. Um, <laughs> at this point, I'm you know, happy. Uh, Crowded Trade, that's another Baffert horse, is next at 7-2. to And then uh, your third horse is Concert Tour, 9-1. to That's pretty long odds for a show horse. Uh, hasn't run a whole lot. So, And then everybody else runs from Mandaloon, which was my pick in the Derby, 12-1, to all the way up to you know a couple 20-1s and a horse that was trained in Japan. Manda that's, Mandaloon's uh, not running. Yeah. It, Mandaloon is really because I've got the odds I right didn't here. See Mandaloon in any of my yeah because I've got stuff. this most updated right now. I've got and I even have uh, crowded trades at sixteen to one now. It's it's move, things are moving around. I think until uh, this they is old. That oh, was it old. I think mine's yeah. Old. Well, so here's the thing, and and we can't bet till Friday yes. after the draw. So these odds these odds will will move around. So I'm looking okay, at talk what they again. open. All right. Are you guys here? Yeah, yeah, here, here, here. Okay, so I am looking. Uh, the draw is tomorrow, Tuesday at four p.m., and those odds will update once they do the draw. So I am looking at um, something from Sunday right now, the eighth. Yes, yes, because that's what I was looking. Okay, at. 
All right. So let's not, so listeners, what we're saying is check the odds before you place your bet. But Smart. We make our picks now. All right. Okay. And uh, let's go. Let's go with Coach, uh, since you did the best in the Derby. Well, I mean, I like I like to ride the hot horse. I didn't I, at first. I was going to pick a different horse, but since Medina Spirit is still running, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. So, are we going win place show or pick the winner? Or what are we doing? Yep. Here? Okay. Win place show. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Medina Spirit to win. I'm gonna go mid my midnight bourbon to place bourbon bourbon to place, and then I'm gonna go crowded trade. I'm gonna say a Baffert gets the bookends. So win play Ooh. show is Medina Spirit, Midnight Bourbon, and Crowded Trade. Nice. And uh, you guys, I did just look this up. I found something from six hours ago. Mandaloon and Essential Quality are not going to run. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. So, uh, okay. So, uh, Maestro, what do you got? So I am going to go. <clears throat> I I have a bad feeling that Medina Spirit isn't going to run. but um, that's Do sad. I get a repick if that happens? Maybe. All right. I'll tell you what, Coach, if it happens before Friday. That's all I care about. If it happens okay, right before, I'm good. Friday, Friday I'm, I'm going to place the bets. So Friday yes. on the socials, we'll post updated picks, okay? Good. I'm good with that. Because I don't have JB the horse picker's picks yet either. She was uh, not a fan of the show tonight when I asked. Because <laughs> you were up all night? It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. All Go right. ahead. Go what ahead, was the other Baffert horse? Was it Crowded Trade or Concert Tour? Crowded House. <laughs> I think it's Crowded Trade. All right, I am gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be anti. <laughs> no, no, it's Concert Tour. Is the other Baffert oh, horse? Oh, all right. Really? Okay. Yep. I am gonna go Concert Tour to win. Wow. Uh, Midnight Bourbon to place, and then I don't know. To show, I'm going with this Rombauer. I don't know. It's a we- it's a weird name, but it's sticking with me. I see it. Twelve to one. Rombauer. I'll tell you what. Rombauer opened at twenty to one, and that's my pick to win right now. Look I tell you. you. Yeah, absolutely. He's a closer. Uh, he skipped the Derby. He could have competed well at the Derby. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, a, a couple of handicappers I watch on YouTube like him as well. So, okay. So I'm going Rombauer to win. Yep. I've got Crowded Trade to place. Yes. That's at seven to two. And damn, I had Mandaloon to show again, but I think uh, I'll go ahead and do Concert Tour to show. So you guys staying away from Medina Spirit because you don't you don't you, you don't think I'm going to ask you BMOC. Do you think there's a chance that Medina Spirit won't run? I don't know, man. God. I can't tell. Come you know on. what? You're right. I'm going I'm to do Medina Spirit to show. Okay. I will, I will say this, though. Medina Spirit, hey, great job in the Derby. Ran wire to wire in a slower paced Derby. This can be a faster pace. And I don't, I don't know. I just, it wasn't a dominant horse yeah. to me. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. I think a horse like Rombauer or Concert Tour that we didn't see is going to be a, yeah. a speeder. They're just going to come out like a. But it, but in, now here's the thing. So these new horses that didn't run the Derby, they're called new shooters, actually, in horse racing when they show up in the Preakness. Um, only six, not not a lot of them have won the Preakness. Some of some great ones have, but not a lot of them have won. Um, a lot of times, it seems like the Derby winner wins the Preakness, and there's always that right. conspiracy, like because they just want to generate the interest, and then they get into the Belmont, yeah, which is the longest race. And yeah, yes. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put Medina Spirit to show. Right. So 
R, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna guess here, then R box trifecta is going to be Medina Spirit, Midnight Bourbon, and Rombauer. There we go. Ooh. That's it. Okay. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like, I like it, it too. too. I like it. Now if it changes before Friday, we'll just decide in the in the text thread what And that's we're what we're do, gonna so. bet. Like Yeah, so I'm I'm placing four bets. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. You guys tell me if you want your win place or show pick bet for five bucks. I want it. Fuck yeah. Unless you want to do all three, in which case you gotta give me fifteen bucks and I gotta add some money. No, I'll that. just I'll do the the five dollar. Uh okay. And then I'll bet the box trifecta. And I usually bet a couple other exactas and paramutual wagers with JB the horse. And JB the horse picker. What's her I'm excited. What's her for. picks? You don't know yet? We don't know yet. Don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. She uh, she did not have a good feeling. Um, before the Kentucky Derby, and uh, and as I mentioned earlier, she's 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 not going <laughs> to listen to this episode. <laughs> not a fan of the show this week. Well, all right, exciting. So, yeah, nice job on Ron Bauermeister. I think I think here's the other thing, guys. Before before he plays this out, okay. With nine horses, these odds open long. If they're this long on Friday, yeah, I might. And I think I will. I've, I've done this once before in my life. Mm-hmm. I might, I might cover the field. Oh wow! And with where I'm going to put five bucks on every horse to win except for the favorite. And even if I put five bucks on the favorite, that's going to it's only forty five bucks worth of wages. Right, but and you if can, one of these twenty to ones comes in, cover I'm covered. Everything. I kind of like that. Actually, the three to one and seven to two are the only ones right now that wouldn't pay me back. I'd make like twenty bucks or seventeen fifty or whatever. But nine to one, that's that's the that's, third best odds right now. Seems like what we should that be doing to it. cover Coach's brother's bets. I know. So here's the thing, right? But I worry that my math is wrong. So if you're good at math, make sure you reach out to me on the Twitter before I do yes. this, right? Because then I'm like, well, why don't instead of five bucks on each horse, I put five thousand on each horse? I'll be safe. <laughs> and they're like, no, the math's wrong. These odds won't stay that long, but. Let's get to the important business. Betting with Coach's brother. All right, so we uh, we lose a lot to Coach's brother. We were down $15. We took some time off after the beating we took in March Madness. Mm. We, we handed it to Maestro and said, Maestro, we will bet when you're ready. Last week he was ready. He said, I got a feeling about the Predators playing the Hurricanes, and that's actually ice hockey. Mm-hmm. Ice hockey. And, uh, and I think it went to our advantage that the Hurricanes clinched their division the night before they played. So I don't, I don't know if they actually rested players. We're all like, they'll rest players. But the Preds won three to one. Is that right? Yay! Three to one. Maestro. So it, did the, we're sticking. We're sticking with the hot hand. We did, will not wager again until you've got something for. Question it. though: Did the Preds actually get in the postseason with that win? I have no idea. Can uh, Can Petey check on that? Petey, the end. Yeah, Petey's checking. You talk through what what you're thinking this week. So what I'm thinking is, I don't want to rush into it. Like I like okay. I like us giving it some thought. You know, uh, we don't have to get it all back in one week. I gotta tell you, Coach's brother reached out to me. Oh, he he's did. like, nice win. He goes, next bet. Oh, so he's he's not. 
We can wait. Uh, we can wait. Yeah, but I like think, he's I like, let's go. Yeah, I think we can wait. Let's let's give All it right. a wait. So I'm let's take this up for doing the ponies. See that's, so that's what I thought I I have an idea. Fellas, so technically it's Coach's brother's week to <gasps> offer us something. That's true. Oh, should I tell him that? I'm a and the Preds made the playoffs and they're playing the Hurricanes in the first oh, place. Hey! Oh my god. So I'm gonna tell him I'll I'll say technically, yeah. I'll, I'm texting him right now. Technically it's his pick. Yep. yep. Tell tell him where our minds are with the ponies right now, but if he wants to stick with hockey, he could go to hockey, I guess. Let's just see what he says. All right. Because I was going to say, oh, go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, if he goes ponies, we stay away from picking the winner. We both pick a long shot, and whatever long shot finishes places better wins. Ooh, long shot pick. It's the long shot pick. I got to tell you, there's this horse called France Go Yeah, The one from Japan, right? Yeah, yes. right, and the, and that and Matsuyama won the Masters, as we all know from a brilliant. So you, break there, right? <laughs> well, there's you want I think that. there's right now there's three horses that are thirty to one. So maybe we all yeah. pick or, or we, a thirty to we one. We pick a thirty to one, and he picks the thirty to one. If he wants, to. Well, let me see what fun. he says. See what he says. That says, and whoever went like it's whoever went, whoever the higher, higher finish. finish. All right, yeah. That means we're going to watch the race and it takes them like 25 minutes between the time there's a winner and <laughs> when they post the full yeah. final. You're like, how about Forrest Drew? So what, what are the two 30 to ones? I think, there's a, I think there's several, but I don't. All right. I mean, it's going to change. Maybe we might need to wait till later in the week. All right. Let's see what he says. But. We'll see what he says. I like that. That's like betting on babies and baby races. I love. Oh my god, we were good at that. So, uh, okay, good, good plan. Right. We'll see what Coach's brother says. Because uh, we're betting with Coach's brother. It's his bet. We're betting with Coach's brother. We'll see what he says. Betting with Coach's brother. I hope it's the Preakness. Long shots, Japanese horses. That was like a mix between Schoolhouse Rock and Adam Sandler. I loved it. <laughs> I I do got to tell you, I like uh, originally I was going to put a clock on today's show, trying to finish oh, in thirty minutes. It. But once that crew thing went down, I'm like, forget it. We're already up at forty. <laughs> we're thirty thirty eight. Yeah, we're here. All right, so uh, EPL, we got some wagers coming up and uh, some stuff we got to talk about. The, the big thing is this Sunday morning at 9.30 Eastern, my Tottenham Hotspur is taking on the Wolverton Wanderers of Coach. Fellas, this might be it. I, I I'm thinking we go to Platform Brewery at 9.30 in the morning and start the drinking day. Okay. <laughs> we skip Mass. Mass we'll go to Mass out. Saturday. I say we go to Saturday Mass and head down it. Go Saturday night at St. Sebastian's. That's what we. Oh, that's what I used say to do. Sebastian's. We'll check. Uh, we'll check and see because the the Columbus Spurs club hasn't been having events, uh, but they might now. And then there's also the the Wolverton Columbus club. They might be having something. Worst case, I think we. I just think it'd be fun to like actually get to start drinking at nine thirty. I'm morning. okay with that. I normally wait till. Well, 10. and I wonder too. I I would say there are some EPL friendly bars in the north you know too that we might be able to find yep yeah yep yeah 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 yeah. let's do some research but let's do that but maestro let's uh let's negotiate a wager here between me and coach all right so here's the thing and i haven't really 
presented this, but I've been thinking a lot about Pelotonia. Mm-hmm. And so, and we need to get our shit together. So I thought really this do. might be a good way to spur this on. Spur it on. Spur. <laughs> uh, loser has to go down and get the yard signs and the magnets. Oh. <laughs> I, I love it. Okay. All right. What? We might be able to go right from the match if we're yes, down, so we're down there. We might have to go straight there and go. Pick we them can up. just walk over. I bet it's it's going to be open <laughs> on Sunday morning. Hell yeah, Tony. Opposite open for us. Morning. All right, they love us. They love us. <laughs> All right, loser picks uh, up the the signs and the the magnets. All right. Yep. Yep. Car magnets. Yep. Three bucks each. Done. Uh, okay. So I don't know if you guys are going to go for this. Okay, but you're going to... Uh, there's three games left in the season right now for, for EPL. Uh, I was looking at the tables. Tables! So this... Uh, and so, so you know, Tottenham is pretty solid in 7th, 56 points. Arsenal is in 10th, 9th right now, 52. And the Wolves are at 45. So I didn't know if... If, if this wager came out with three games left... It would have to be heavily weighted towards coach getting a big payoff because because odds are against him. Way against me. He'd have he'd have to essentially get nine points, and Arsenal would have to get like three or less. Now here's who you guys are playing. Wolves are playing Tottenham, obviously Sunday. Then Everton, I think Everton's in eighth place, mm. and then uh, ending with Manchester United. Oh jeez! <laughs> oh my gosh! I have to Arsenal. Mm. Not not super easy. Uh they've got Chelsea. Chelsea good team. Oh, yeah, Chelsea's top 14. Chelsea's hot right now. That is uh I think that's on Wednesday and then oh no, that's yeah, that is Wednesday. Uh Crystal Palace and then Brighton and Hove Albion which are like in 18th place oh, and used bad. to be my EPL team. So so I don't know if you would be interested in coach in some sort of long shot wager where if you lose you're going to lose like a candy bar but if you win it's going to be like a 12 pack uh craft beer or something you know i want to bet but like the odds for mine are are astronomical i have to win out right i have to beat three teams you've got you've got you've got to make up seven points in three games so so you yes you have to you have to get at least seven points and maestro has to not get points (laughs) at all (laughs) arsenal will lose to chelsea but they'll win that last game, so they're going to get points so that last game. So they'll I'm win out. the last game, and they'll probably draw with Crystal Palace. Yeah. That would be my guess. So what do you so get? They'll get four points. So, yes. um, and I, if and I had to predict the, most- the Wolves, will lose to the Spurs. Yes. They'll, they'll draw with Everton, and they will lose. Oh, Man United will probably beat them like a drum. That's a tough one. But Man U is already in. Like Maybe they rest players. I don't know if they do that in the EPL, but... That's the last game. But coach, I'm saying, I'm saying it's a pack of gum versus Okay, no, no, I'm I'm in. No. So let's let's go. Let's go. I will take if I lose, he gets he gets the candy bar of his choice. Like he get king okay. si- king size of his choice. Okay. Or if it's not a king size, I'll do two of his favorite cuz I think that's fair enough. How about that? Cuz he loves them zero bars. Yes. Mm. And then what do you get? And then for me, if it happens, if it, if it happens, here's the thing, it's not going to happen. So if it happens, (laughs) I will get you a case of your favorite swill, a case. Very good. I want hams. I want a 30 pack of hams. 
30 pack of hams. Nice. Let's go. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Damn, Coach, you could get a bag of pretzel rods too. Come on. <laughs> and a bag of pretzel rods. I just came up with it. Let's do it. All right. Deal. All right. Shaking across oh, the. Man. If that happens, God, that'll be glorious. I just hope it gets down to the last game. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right. Did I'm you excited. write those down or do I need to write those down? No, Pete, Pete probably wrote them down. I got them. Mitch, got don't them. worry. That's right. Uh, so, uh, I'll quickly, because we haven't, we didn't do picks last week. So I had it on the show sheet just because we had to talk about Medina Spirit. But let me remind you all where we stand uh, when we keep score on our picks in a segment we call Scoreboard Update. Coach in the lead, 8 of 14, BMOC 6 yes. of 14, Maestro 4 of 14. Our guests, an uncharacteristic 4 out of 11. We, uh, we, This is from Season 4, which kicked off with the Super Bowl. And uh, we'll start throwing more picks at them. When, when, when when, like, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's, uh, that's your scoreboard update. It's brought to you by uh, Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline. Call 1-888-532-3500. It's free and confidential. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, one 532 free and confidential. Thank you. All right. <laughs> you want to play that out, Maestro, or you just want to hop into the Let's next? Let's just hop in. Let's hop in because the show's starting to, it's getting up there. Get getting up there. Up there. and corrections. Recommendations. Is not workshopping that at keep, all. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going. No, it. I'm not workshopping anything. I love it. I love what I'm at. This is this is where we we get things off our chest and rants. We clean up mistakes we've made and corrections. Or if we watch something we liked, we have recommendations. Uh, sometimes we have anti recommendations. We got it's open mic style. We got Meister with a mini rant. I've got a quick recommendation, Coach. I don't know if you got. I got nothing. Let's Let's go, Maestro. All right. This is a mini rant. I promise to keep it short, and I, I don't want to be disrespectful because uh, this does this, this does reflect on, on um, where Coach works. Um, okay. So my son is oh, – my oldest son – Here we go. <laughs> my oldest son is a senior, right? He is graduating. He's about done, right? He, he's pretty much done. All this testing is done, but – uh, graduation is in a couple weeks and it is going to be a drive through graduation, which is very disappointing. Yeah. Um, and my rant is on Tangy school districts. Come on. You had a year to figure this out, right? You knew we were going to come out of it, you know, as a little sketchy here at the end, but you had a year to do something to figure it out. And you didn't. And many of the other school districts have a plan. They have some good options, better options than us. We're a premier public school district in this state, and you dropped the ball. And so that's my mini rant. You could have done better, and I'm disappointed. Do better. Uh, just just to clarify, uh, graduation planning uh, is typically the purview of the middle school baseball coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was busy trying to win my one game. <laughs> We're, we are uh, we are doing we are doing a football stadium graduation and it's two tickets per family. So it's I mean at least we have a something to go to. We did the drive through, right? Year, I mean so. it's something. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, very good, Maestro. Uh, and of course, uh, if you want to hop on with your anti-vax rack too, that's that's fine. Love and, it. 
No, just kidding there, Maestro. Just a little joke, little joke. Uh, I'm, I have an anti. I have an anti recommendation. There's this new uh, Tom Clancy, Without Remorse. Yeah, we watched it on Amazon. It's garbage. It's horrible. It's like, hey, why don't we just redo every every movie that's like this and make it confusing? We, we watched it Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember, but we were like, this movie has all the makings of a decent movie, but yeah. they didn't execute. The story's terrible. Yeah, I it's watched not, it. It's not well shot. It's oh, it's disappointing. Gosh. All right. All right, coach. Bonus points if you step up and say, I'm here to recommend that movie. <laughs> Do I get bonus points? I recommend no. that movie. I actually I didn't right. I didn't care. I didn't dislike it. I thought it was fine. It's it, I went into that movie and it's it's no different than any other um action flick with guys shooting guns and I mean it's no different I, than that that Hems, Hemsworth movie that was on Netflix that was very similar. Uh, it was that was better. Oh, it's the Thor. same movie. It was better. Oh, it was it's the same shot. movie. That this movie was so it was just hard to watch. It, I, oh, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. It's in the same vein. I thought. I, Maybe, I, I, but they're trying to make like a sequel, like a story, and they just, oh, don't, don't. They're gonna trust they, me. This whole Tom Clancy universe. This character is gonna end up with uh, the dude from the office and the Jack Ryan thing. Wait for it. They are building a whole universe. I mean, trust me. Like I'm saying, all the pieces were there. I liked the actors. I liked there was yeah, something I, I, there, but they they just missed it. The story just wasn't. It just wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe I didn't. I, I was just like, it was good action. Action. You shoot. You shoot him up. No, I was I'm, good with with I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I will say the the casting of the Russian guy at the end who had the the bomb vest on. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's, what was that? That was that the science teacher from Fast Times and no, Good Times. That, that was like a weird. He's actually, choice. He's actually in. Uh, he's a weird, like conspiracy theorist in Stranger Things. I think it's the same guy. Yeah, that's it right. is. And I'm it like, okay, I can't get past that. Yeah, he, that was a little weird. Yeah, he was in that show. I think it was called Love too on Netflix. Yeah, he's yeah, like the the, right. the grime, the radio, yeah, the grime, grimy DJ guy. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan, I think he's he's really good in a lot of stuff that he does, and it maybe the the material wasn't great, but he he's really a badass. Like he's a great. No, I I liked yeah. him. That's what I'm saying. It, they had all the parts. I know. I yeah. There's some. There's oh. There's definitely some missteps in there. Yeah. This this seriously was the most compelling listening we've put out <laughs> in like 120. It was episodes. so good. I'm so glad lot. you brought it up. That was fun. But there's difference of opinion. It wasn't even on the show. Here's the thing that here's the thing. When we watched this, we put that on when Guy Pierce walked into that room, my wife and I looked at each other. We're like, here we go. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Guy's the bad guy. He's always the bad guy. My my wife claimed falsely that that was Marky Mark. (laughs) I think that's Marky Mark. I said, no, it's not Marky Mark. All right. Well That's done. Rants and I love corrections it. or recommendations. Rants and corrections. Recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> We're just putting too much on Coach's show. It's the end of the school year. We got to let him. No. We got to lighten the load I on the show. I love it. I love it. All right. It's time. Do Coach, do you have it in you to explain how the two-minute drill works? All right. All right, everybody. It's called the two-minute drill. We all get two pops at it. When I say a pop, you get 20 seconds to talk about anything you want. Maybe it's a Tom Clancy movie you didn't like. Maybe it's one you did like, but you can talk about whatever you want. Sports, horse racing, 
whatever you want, candy bars. But here's the deal. Here's the thing that just totally changes everything. It's supposed to be two minutes. It's called the two-minute drill, but it never goes two minutes. It always goes over. But that's why we call it the two-minute drill. So it's three of us. We each get 20 seconds twice. That's 60, That's 120 seconds. That's two minutes. There we go. Right? Yes. But it never is two minutes, and that's why I'm afraid to, to bet the field in the previous. <laughs> yes. The math never the works math out when I'm involved. Never does. All right. Maestro then coached on me. Maestro, are you Let's ready? Let's do it. Your two-minute drill starts now. All right. I'm putting this on here because I want to get excited. I want to get us excited. And All that right. is Pelotonia 2021. Woo-hoo! This is going to be my 10-year anniversary of riding in Pelotonia with Petro Browno over there. Let's go. Let's sign up this week. All of us. Let's do it. All right. Pelotonia. Just for the folks who aren't from Columbus, this is a fundraising ride for the James Cancer Center, which successfully treated Maestro for leukemia back in 2012, a year that he does not at all talk about. Uh, does this mean we can bring the cancer question back, Maestro? <laughs> it's always on the table for you. All right. And that means, Coach, you have the opportunity to steal. I love stealing that cancer question. Love it. All right. Pelotonia, uh, we will post on the socials our uh, fundraising pages. We raise a few thousand dollars each every year. It's, it's all for a good cause. Yeah. This is not a Columbus-centric episode at not all. Not at all. <laughs> our friends in Peterhead, Scotland are like, I love this show. <laughs> all right, Coach. Okay, so uh, if you're into reading things, get online because right now, if, as you know, um, I like baseball, but baseball is definitely at a crossroads. And there is a really, really good piece that ESPN did, basically the biggest questions that MLB faces right now. And it's really going into MLB this year and going to the offseason because it might be the biggest offseason. But it is a really good read. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's super long, but it touches on a lot of things like pace of play. It talks about um, like players today. And if you like baseball at all, even a little bit, Take the time and read it because it's like six six different writers that all give their opinions and they're really good and it really sheds light on. And I hope Manfred reads it because he needs to. Baseball needs to fix things. And Man- Manfred's the commissioner. Yes, and Manfred needs to read it because it's really good and it really says a lot of things that I've been thinking for a long time. So maybe it, it it's in my wheelhouse, but definitely take your time. It's on ESPN. We'll link the uh, link somehow on the socials. It's really good. That's right. So that we'll put that out on Twitter and uh, Instagram. We got a lot going on on the socials. We this do, week, folks. You should be following us at Sport Wednesday or Sports Wednesday, depending on what socials you're tuned into. Very good. So, uh, baseball has solved its problem with the standoff. Do you guys know what this is? Nope. This is amazing. It just happened tonight when the Reds were playing the Pirates. Okay, the teams go out for the national anthem. They stand there, right? And everybody goes in the dugout to get ready for the game. Two players, one from each team, stay out there with their hand on their hearts. It was the Reds' Alex Blandino and Luis Oviedo. And the TV picked up on it, and they covered the whole thing, right? The Umstown would get back, but whoever flinches and goes into the dugout first loses the standoff. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, I, I'll send you guys a link. It happened tonight, and the Reds won. Alex Blandino won. Oviedo went in first. And then the Reds won 14 to 1. Well, there you the go. Standoff. The standoff. Dang. Time. Mastro. Time. The WSL. Women's Super League. This is the women's EPL, 
uh, tables. There's 12 teams. I watched the game. I think it might have been the final or something, but it was on Sunday early before the men's games, and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I actually think I enjoyed it better than the men. Um, the camera wow. angle was a little different. It was more of like watching a maybe an American women's college game. Um, it was a little closer to the to the action, but the girls play furiously. I mean, it's a little bit messier. There's no flopping. There's goal scoring. There's a lot of action. WPL, I'm all in. Let's go. I will watch it. I would love to see a soccer game with no flopping. Oh, who wouldn't? All right, Coach. Okay, so uh, coming next fall, uh, just announced in here, once again, Columbus-centric episode, Ohio Stadium, which holds over 100,000 fans, if... Is that in Columbus? That's in Columbus. If we keep the COVID cases down to 50 a week, they will be able to have on September 11th when they play Oregon at an 8 o'clock start. That's an 8 o'clock night game. Full capacity in the horseshoe for Ohio State, Oregon on September 11th. I'm going to tell you, there is there is going to be some college kids that their heads are going to explode. Going to that first game, a night game, full capacity, I think I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. Some kids have waited two years to go to their first Ohio State game, their first college game. Um, it's going to be insane. And I hope it gets there because that means things have completely turned the corner and we're back to what could be normal. So full capacity. Wait, so 50 a week in the city of Columbus or in the county? In or? the city. So basically in, in the county. I think it's county because DeWine basically said, or maybe it's the state. I don't know. All I know it's 50 for, for the week. Maybe it's two weeks. I don't have the numbers. All I'm saying is it's a possibility, and I hope we get there. <laughs> Time. Time. You got yeah, I'm Johnny on the spot. I talked about the standoff that happened earlier tonight. Russell Westbrook tonight. Washington Wizards' Russell Westbrook broke a 50-year-old record for most triple doubles held. Anyone know who held that the, record for 50 years? Oscar Robinson. The Big O. The Big O, That's yeah, right. Oscar. So it's his 183rd triple-double. The Big O has 182, obviously. So congratulations, Russell Westbrook. I mean, that's what you get when you don't pass, but (laughs) that's a huge achievement. The third-place guy is Magic Johnson with like 138, and then fourth place is LeBron with 99. So that's a 50-year-old record. Good job there, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Time! Oh, that was a sloppy. Two minute <laughs> Wow! All right, fellas, this is it. Who is going to be the MVP God, of a, episode 154? I had a good episode. This is a worldwide episode. We did not talk about Columbus or Ohio <clears throat> too much at not all. Not at all. All right, I will give it to whoever's closest. Coach? I want to say we were just a smidge, and I used that on purpose. A smidge <laughs> over two minutes i'm gonna say we were in the six minute range six minute 19 seconds 16 19.7 six six 19.7 okay is that is that or were you saying six sixteen nineteen point seven because that's a lot of no difference. six minutes 19 seconds 19.7 seconds all right maestro uh that's gonna be five minutes 47 seconds once again, Maestro's closer at 6 minutes, 25 seconds. Congratulations, Maestro. 
You won the MVP for the 154th consecutive episode, and there being no other sports. Fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. Join us Wednesday next on behalf of basketball legend Matt Long and the maestro Brian Hake. I'm Pete Brown, the smidge. Shingles machine, enjoy! Take care of yourselves and each other in good times. I feel like that's him saying that's him trying to power Wolverton Wanderers to. He really play. is, because that's Robert Plant's favorite team, isn't it? Yes, it is. But that was that Rush. was Rush. Spirit of radio. That was Rush. I was going to say that was Rush. Yeah, but you'll never hear that because I'm going to edit that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.